Anytime a white person's hyper woke, I'm always like, I will believe it when I see the action behind it because I I've met all of you in so like all of the people in some capacity. You know what I'm saying? She, as she spreads her legs, she's like, I'll believe it when I, I see yeah. some action. Yeah. Get your face down there. <laughs> Every time someone posts Black Lives Matter now, I'm like, but are you doing the work? Have you eaten my pussy? Mm, I don't think so. But first, a word from our sponsors. It's the vibrator that has no equal. And now, Motor Bunny offers their thrusting sex machine, the Motor Bunny Buck. Enjoy a fan whore discount at manwhorepod.com slash motorbunny or use promo code manwhore at checkout. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Or Podcast. Shout out to the vaccinated vixens and all the shot in the arm candy. This is Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. The Man Whore Podcast, both a sex positive and fully vaccinated show. Hey, hi. This week's guest is fellow comedian and podcaster Kenise Mobley. Uh, Kenise, she's a comedian. She's a podcaster. She's a writer. She's a filmmaker. She's a lot of creative things. You may have seen her on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. You may have heard her on Sirius XM Radio. She has her own sex and dating podcast called Love About Town. And I can't wait to share my conversation with her, with you, in a little bit. But first, gotta make a little baby correction, my be my bad. Uh, last week's episode with my friend Mistress Snow, a.k.a. Professor Snow, a.k.a., if you check her Twitter, Doctrix Snow, uh, and it's Doctrix Snow because she does have her PhD. Last week, I mistakenly referred to her as a PhD candidate, and, and so mea culpa, mea culpa, no cock and ball torture necessary, Mistress Snow, I am so sorry. A man horcon is coming up, and it's coming up fast, Oh. I'm so hyped. I'm so excited to just like share a long weekend with some fan whores, you know, some some chill vibes, some good people, and maybe like a sexy slutty moment at some point. Who knows? Anything can happen. Manhorcon is August 12th to August 15th in upstate New York over by Hunter Mountain. And yes, we still do have that one room left. It's one room with two queen-size beds, so the reason it's still open is because I get people who say, hey, Billy, I really want to go to ManhorCon, but the only room is, is with the two beds, and they're by themselves, and it's really a room meant for, like, a couple and another person, or two couples, or, like, two friends who want their own beds. So, by the way, uh, if any of that sounds like you and some people you know and you want to come hang out with us for three nights and four days, it's $813 for the weekend. That's it for everybody. And no big deal, but I heard somebody may or may not be bringing some edibles. No big deal. But if you are a solo person or if you are a couple, but you're a couple by yourself and you still want to come to ManhorCon and you don't mind sharing a room with someone else, hit me up. Because I would love to try to play matchmaker and see if we can, you know, introduce some people to some people. 
Uh, hit me up if that interests you. Can't make it to Man Whore Con? Still want to connect with your fellow fan whores and you like that football thing? Yeah, well, the Fan Whore Fantasy Football League is coming back. Yep, it is returning. Uh, we are going to be drafting in mid to late August, and we still have a few slots open. We, uh, we do a half-point PPR league on Yahoo, and it's a $30 buy-in. So you can email me to sign up for that. You can email me to uh, sign up for the Fan Whore Fantasy Football League. You can email me to uh, to inquire about Man Whore Con. Or you can just email me if you got like comments and questions. You can send any and all of that over to manwhorepod at gmail.com. Longtime listeners of the show know I'm a fan of a little brand called Menagerie. It's a, it's a men's lingerie line. Uh, it's lace and it's really hot, beautiful stuff, but it's, it's built for boy bodies, right? And because we don't really get sexy clothing options, I feel like. So when I found Menagerie, I was thrilled because they have this like cool high-waisted option. I run my hands on my thighs. I can feel the lace against my skin. I'm like, okay, this is what feeling sexy feels like. Dope. But that doesn't really, there's not a lot of that out there. So I've actually, I, I got myself a couple of body stockings over the weekend. And dudes, bros, bras, homies, fellas, it's very rare that I want to talk to y'all so specifically and directly. If you want to look like a bad bitch, get yourself a good body stocking. One, you're just going to get points on a surprise factor for shitty gendered reasons because like, well, boys aren't normally in body stockings. Ah, look, he's so, he's, he's so confident in it. He's supposed to feel embarrassed. He should feel silly because he's a boy in a body stocking, but he's just confident and owning it. And oh my God, he's kind of hot. I think I kind of want to suck his, you know? I put this fucking body stocking on for Hacienda because I had a really brilliant idea for a for a costume. I hate doing the costumes. I don't normally think of good costume ideas. My brain doesn't really work in like a fashion way. I'm kind of more of a like a words guy. Uh, the theme was celestial bodies, and I got myself uh, this fishnet body stocking. And then I bought some garland stars from Target, and me and my date, we like put the stars in between the fishnet holes, like kind of all over my body, and then I was the celestial body. Mm. I felt fucking hot. I got stopped at that party all fucking night. I went with Lucy Moon, super cute, super hottie, right? I was the one who was getting stopped for his outfit. Oh my God, I love your outfit. Oh shit, Billy, you look really hot tonight. Billy, the way it just accentuates your ass, can I give you a spanking? Like, So that's that's my hot tip for the dudes. If you want, you want to do something sexy, you want to pull off a surprise... Uh, it's really a maximum payoff for minimum effort thing. It's one piece of clothing. Put it on. You look like you did so much and yet you did nothing at all. So that's my hot tip on being hot from the, you know, from the accidental sex symbol, Billy Presida. <laughs> Folks, uh, well, you know, I'm able to support myself as an accidental sex symbol and or comedian uh, because in large part of my Patreon community, Fan Whore Nation, uh, I appreciate that y'all show up for me month in and month out. And I want to give a shout out to a couple fan whores, give you all a little bit of a fan whore appreciation moment. Capri Ryman, she said it and forget it with an annual membership, $22 down. And now she just gets to ride out the year enjoying bonus content 
Thank you for being a member, Capri, and thank you for supporting the show. Uh, big shout out and thanks to Kathy Biscard, who's, uh, from what I can tell, a member of the Mile High Club. Ooh, girl. Well, member of the Mile High Club in the way that the Denver Broncos are part of the Mile High Club. You know what I mean. I want to say thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for supporting the Man Whore Podcast. And you, too, can support the show and gain access to a slew of great rewards. Become a member today uh, at patreon.com slash Podcast. Support the show at patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Podcast. Let's go chit-chat with Kenise Mobley. I've been fucking with Motor Bunny for years, and that's because I have never met, felt, or shared a more powerful vibrator than the Motor Bunny. Billy, what's a Motor Bunny? Oh, only the only sex toy you don't have. Uh, it's, it's, it's a ride-on-top vibrator, and you can put a variety of attachments on it. And this shit is, it's like a boat engine with a dildo on top, basically. It's nuts. Admittedly, if you're not like an internal vibration person, if you're like a low vibration person in general, yeah, this toy's not for you. But if you dig a good vibe, this is it. You can get attachments that go inside you, that go inside a butt. You can, uh, there are grinding pads, so you have to have no insertion at all. But you know that Hitachi is just not cutting it anymore. And now the Motor Bunny people, not only do they have their classic Motor Bunny, the right on top vibrator, they got a new product out. And I, I actually got to see it right before COVID hit because I, uh, I was at the Adult Entertainment Expo and they, they were showcasing it. But it's a thrusting, vibrating toy. It's a fuck machine. Like I thought the Motor Bunny was a fuck machine before. No, 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 no. That's just a really big uh, and powerful vibrator. The Motor Bunny buck. Well, honey, it's going to make you buck those hips back. So. If you want to get $50 off your Motor Bunny, head on over to manwhorepod.com slash Motor Bunny. This is one of my favorite things about Motor Bunny is you can finance it. Yeah, everything these days is finance, okay? Our TVs, our cars, our homes, our iPhones, and our vibrators. Uh, I I believe you can get financing for as little as like $35 a month. So uh, that information is also available at manwhorepod.com slash motor bunny there'll be a link in the show notes to get 50 dollars off um arguably the best sex toy that exists in the world and yes i will stand by that statement even if i am sponsored by other sex toys that want me to say best in the world like if you email me and be like hey billy you said this sex toy is the best one in the world i'm gonna be like yo low-key don't tell nobody but it's still motor bunny <laughs> manhorpod.com slash motor bunny now let's get to the show Okay, it's good. It's coming. We're, we're talking. It's all this. Um, I think when I started, I thought I knew so much. And throughout the course of the podcast, it's kind of like learning that you know nothing. Like I, whatever year of like your PhD where you learn that, where you're like, oh, there's like, I didn't understand how wide this could be and how I only know a narrow slice of it. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, that's that's what I've learned, that mm-hmm. I know so much less than I thought I did. Oh, my God. What was like one of the early things where we were like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, great question. I remember hearing about ethical non-monogamy for the first time and being like, so wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You're telling me other people don't have like an intense jealousy based on self-esteem issues that they've been dealing with since they were born? What? You mean they just like 
trust people. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> like, but you know, non-monogamous people get jealous, right? Yeah, but they have like better ways of communicating <laughs> and dealing with it and analyzing their feelings. And when I first heard about it, I had none of that, and I still don't know if I have it <laughs> because I haven't tried it. But I had none of those skills when I first heard about it, and I was like, "Well, that seems like a great way for me to murder someone." Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> so yeah. And then I thought maybe I could do it, and then I was like, "You know what, Kenise, you have a lot of work to do on yourself before yeah. you try." that uh when it comes to kinky people versus like completely vanilla people i appreciate that at least like the bdsm people i know know how to talk about consent like they know how to like navigate some of like is this okay let's figure this out because they have to do they they have to do like true like you got to talk about choking and like beating people up in breath play you got to talk about that before you do it because someone could die exactly whereas so many dudes like this is me making Huge generalizations, and I recognize that. But so many dudes are just like, oh, it'll like ruin the moment if we like have a conversation about what we're going to do. And you're like, um, but I'd like to not be traumatized. Can we have a conversation about what we're going to do? You know, like that's important. Yeah. 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 And we're here right now with Kenise Mobley. Hi. Co-host of the Love About Town podcast. I was on it uh, a few months yeah. ago. Go check that, that out. That was a popular episode. I feel like I, feel like I blew uh, you and Rohan's mind a little 100% bit. 100% because I... Uh, to the point that we were discussing earlier, I thought I knew a lot. I thought it was very open. I am uh, I, part prude on my mom's side, I guess. I'm like, it's a thing that I have to recognize as part of me. Yeah. Did you not think before starting the podcast that you were prudent? I thought I was, I thought I was wild. You thought you were crazy. Yeah. I was like, oh, me, I've done so much. And then uh, I had sex in a public place once. No one saw us. But yeah. Like- <laughs> Risky. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I've, I've done that one time, one time only. Um, yeah, I thought I was like super chill and I was like, nope, not doing that. Oop, ooh, that triggers some weird religion thing. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, the, wow. What triggered the weird religion thing? There's something about, like, I don't know what it is, but in the same way that like when I was growing up, I had to know the person's middle name before I would like sleep with them. Really? Like not seeing a person. Something about that is like, I don't know what God thinks about that. <laughs> like. I love not seeing the person at all. I, Stranger play? You kidding me? If you can, if you can do it like safely and and authentically, it's my fucking jam. It sounds great, and there's a part of my brain that likes it, mm. but that part of my brain lives underneath the part of my brain that says disease, criminals, like issues. What if this? What if this? And a lot of potential things. That's like, well, you gotta. You need to at least know their email address. What if something happens? You got to contact them later. Yeah, email like, addresses. It's not like any, just anyone can make one of those. I know, but something, <laughs> I don't know. Just I need something because like, yeah, what if it's like, hey, uh, they discovered this weird thing that lives in women's wetness that can kill you. It's like a, like a skin eating wetness disease. They just found it. It's like whatever. And I've got it and I got to tell everybody and like, oh, I don't know that guy, but now he's got his you know dick falls sweet- off because <laughs> I didn't tell him and he didn't go get like that like that's what is in my head i'm neurotic i know yes 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 you know the sweet thing about you though is that like it was you want to make sure you could take care of someone else yeah if i don't want someone else to be hurt because of like my wet disease pussy thing yeah you know i don't know that that's a i don't think that's a thing i don't think so either but like what if it became like coronavirus didn't exist before and now it's a thing? Yeah, but you're centering others before yourself, which is like, oh, that's like so nice of her. Like you could you know, totally focus you. I think email just is, by the way, great secondary form of thing. But uh, uh, when people say like, what should I send to a friend Ooh. when I'm doing a stranger play scene? It's like 
phone number and then like if you can get like a license plate okay or like if you have an address if you're going somewhere some mm. things that like someone can't just like delete from gmail yes 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 those are those are good things to do. yes I, don't know. You, you, I feel like all fantasies can be accomplished safely and responsibly yes. short of cannibalism that's my take yeah that's i of things that turn me on cannibalism is not one of them like don't get me wrong there's like I've looked at images of men and they've like done something violent and there's blood on them. And I've been like, okay, that's not like bad. I don't, the idea of like that blood touching me, disgusting. We're going to wipe you down first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's not a bad, like as far as, oh, I'm a photographer. The composition on this is great and it does something for me. But yeah, please don't. I Blood is something I really, unless it's like my period. No, get it out of here. <laughs> no, thank you. But but there was a fantasy that uh, we talked yes. about after yes. I did your show. It kind yes. of ended up this, being this like off mic. Honestly, you missed out on great bonus content for your show with it. But you want to have a threesome with, Two dicks. I would, I would like that, but I've been analyzing this. Okay. Oh my god. Because I knew we were going to talk about this. I've been waiting months for this. I knew we were going to talk about this. Okay. But I've really been looking at like, why do I want that particular thing? And for me, I do think it has something to do with like the low self esteem that I mentioned earlier. And I'll explain. Like, if I've had issues feeling undesirable my entire life, like it's just a thing. Like growing up in a white neighborhood in the South, being black, like other issues. Just like I've had issues along that for. Ever. And you so I even say the body word. Like, there's already plenty there. You were like, this is all things that make me feel undesirable. Not even the thing, like, all the standard white bitches feel self Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like that. You know? I, have, I have those things Stacey, as well. It must be nice to just be worried about that. Yes. <laughs> but also, yeah. So it's like, there's like, it's just like, it's a bunch of shit. So I'm like, okay, recognize, like, doing this, it may be fun sexually, but that is not going to provide the type of validation that I'm looking for. Like, there's no way that these two penises will finally say, no, no, uh, we've communicated with all the penises and have decided in some way that we're going to pretend is objective that, no, no, you are a, like, desirable person. So it's like, why don't I let this fantasy of having two guys not put, not saying I'm never going to do it, but definitely saying maybe fix some of your expectations of that interaction mm. and what you're hoping to feel like afterward because the fantasy is yes that two dicks are there but it's also that i feel like the center of attention in a particular way and will i even have access to that if i don't work on some of those underlying issues mm. i don't know so i definitely have been spending quarantine like i got a therapist like i've been focusing on like Maybe don't feel like shit. <laughs> like maybe, maybe there's a way that you could, I don't know, like yourself. Like I like myself. Okay. I don't know. I don't know who listens to this podcast. I like myself <laughs> mostly fine. I'm like, I'm a cool person, but there's things that I need to work on to, in order to fully access what I think could be a pretty dope moment. So I mean, I'm not solo poly, but something we can definitely lift from the solo poly, solo poly people is that your most rela important relationship is with yourself. Yes. Right. So, yes. I mean, you can't do all the fun, sexy stuff if you are not digging you because then, I don't know, either in the event or after the event, you're going to like just. You're going to take away all the fun from it by like, yeah, yeah but the fucking love handle is still sticking out. Yes. Yeah. And it's, did I, did I, I think, I don't know if we talked about the one experience or the most recent experience I've had at a sex club. Did we talk about You that? went to a sex club? This is, this was years before this. I didn't discuss it the last time, but I'm going to be super open does, and honest. Does this go into the validation stuff? Yes. Okay, cool. Then. Yes, 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 yes. Um, this is a complete tangent. So I went to the sex club because, yeah, I was, I was like, hey, I would like to have an experience with multiple people. The whole time I was like nervous and like 
I didn't feel great about myself and like some people talked to me but somehow I ended up being like that couple's comedic relief versus like a sexual entity you know (laughs) and there was an orgy at the end of the party like the basement they put down all of these mattresses and everyone was like going to town and I look over and they're the only people who aren't participating it's three other women and they're all black women and there's no one really looking at us talking to us we're like talking amongst ourselves I complimented their hair you know like shit like that but it's like wow this feels bad this feels and it like i left crying i had to take the train home afterwards i mean i could have called a car but i was trying to save money and so i'm just standing on like the j train platform just bawling my eyes out and i was like yeah i don't i would like to go to another sex club but not if it's going to feel like this mm-hmm. because that just like hey did you think for a moment that you would get to participate in this fun thing where like race and class and all these other things don't matter because we're all sexual beings <laughs> fuck you bitch <laughs> matters like, here too yeah and it was like wow this fucking sucks and it was and in brooklyn yeah it was in brooklyn well, you know so what's hilarious is that like most of the people in that basement who are like not fucking the black chicks think they're incredibly like oh they think woke, they're so liberal and woke so, yeah. yeah that is also a <laughs> like, fucking like they all like went to the orgy after like a black lives matter protest they but, like, did wouldn't fuck any of the black yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and it's like huh interesting very very interesting it's also why anytime someone's like hyper woke like black people i'm like okay but like anytime a white person's hyper woke i'm always like I will believe it when I see the action behind it because I I've met all of you in so like all of the people in some capacity. You know what I'm saying? She, as she spreads her legs, she's like, "I'll believe it when I, I see yeah. some action." <laughs> yeah, get your face down there. <laughs> I do have a joke about that actually, because um, no, I I I this time I think before we were recording, but how I like <laughs> my friend told me she wanted like she was really nervous to come out to me and. I, the joke is I wanted to make her feel comfortable. I just like overshot that by a lot, you know? And like, I, I went down there and, you know, I supported her and I think she felt loved and valued. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I did a good job. I honestly really think I did poorly. I pulled out my phone in the middle and I was like Googling how to do it. But whatever. Like I tried. I went down there and I tried. And that's the sort of type of support that I think communities need. So every time someone posts Black Lives Matter now, I'm like, but are you doing the work? Have you eaten my pussy? Mm, I don't think so. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't feel exactly like that, but I kind of feel like that. But like, I feel like it's kind of fun to like, gosh, um, I, I, it might, it must be like a teeny bit fun to like kind of tease like white people with like, who's the last fucking black person fun and watch them like uh, nervously pull out their phone and be like, um, um, I think, I think she's like half, I think. So or she had a really good tan. She was I'm ethnically just, ambiguous. Like, does that count? Does that count? I'm yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, who do the, I have the, to eat the, out the to saris? not be in trouble? Oh my gosh. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious to watch people like backpedal like, no, but like, I mean, have I ever dated a black girl? What? What's the question? And you're like, come on. <laughs> there was that weekend in college. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that you have all the BLM in your profile and that you don't. That's nice. But truly, like when it comes to, and this is, this is also kind of fucked up on my end, but like I do think what you find attractive does speak to your values. Mm. And if you specifically don't find this group of people that has a huge range of phenotypes, body sizes, all of this, if you haven't found anyone within that group attractive enough to like potentially like i think that does say something about you look at the last like 20 people someone has had sex with okay i might need to lower that number if like 20 is too high for most people yeah i was like 20 people 
most people have fucked 20 people maybe. I have no I was like in New York, we yeah. got to raise that number, but it's <laughs> like okay, else. like the last 20 people you made out with, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. a big old hoe and I'm Or so- masturbated <laughs> to. Just like really be like that's what shows what you honestly fucking mm. like. What's who what's the last 20 people you masturbated to? It, it, it is funny. Uh, I was once at Auto Shrunken Head and yes, I was I know on the place. I was on uh I was just doing the mic and I had my Tinder out and Naruto uh was was next to me. Uh you Wait, know, you know Naruto Naruto Williams? Uh, yes, yes, I right. do. So Naruto sitting next to me. I went to the bathroom. I left my phone out unlocked. I'm on my <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> my, he was like, are you on Tinder? I was like, oh, yeah, you can have it. You swipe for me. He's like, okay. Came back from the bathroom. He hands me the phone back. He's like, I swiped right on some black chicks, you fucking racist. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen this. I have seen this because I was standing over. I'm not going to say the comedian's name. He's now in a healthy, happy relationship, of course, with a white woman. But he was flipping on his phone and I saw him. He was doing it so fast, but it was like very clear. Like, oh, every black woman you're swiping left on. Like, do you see that you're doing? Do you notice? Or is this like a mental thing for you? <laughs> Because it's very clear for anyone watching you that you're like so quickly deciding, yeah. ooh, couldn't possibly be worth my time. But and I think he was looking at my matches and I was like, I don't know that it's like I'm not attracted <laughs> to black women. I don't think black women are attracted to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like at some point it's out of my hands. I would say that, but I will also say uh, <laughs> black women are so nice. <laughs> and what I mean by that is like, I know black women with some of the most busted people you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) And so, yeah, I think we're really nice and giving and open. But I think we're with some people who are straight garbage. Because I think a lot of black women feel as though their options are limited. Mm -hmm. And that is why I see some of them. I'm like, him? Him? And I'm sorry, I'll be single until I die. (laughs) The thing that is going to make me want someone like actively, like really desire them is personality based. Mm -hmm. So it's rude to say like, oh, this guy's so ugly and she must be like, feel like she has no other options. But I do think that someone who doesn't look like they take care of themselves, that I... I... Right, there's a difference between like ugly and uh, and like slovenly. Yes, exactly. Right? I think when people often are talking are about... people who can look busted just because they don't take exactly. care of themselves. Exactly. And they're, oh, they're, <laughs> yes, there are. Um, but like, yeah, that level of like taking care of yourself because regardless of the bone structure that... God gave you and like weight things you can look put together like you can look like oh he's doing some like he's he knows what he's going for and he's achieving it do you know what I'm saying but yeah. some of these guys it looks like you couldn't make a decision and that that's your whole life like when they say you're a big guy and you should grow a beard not on the neck it's like you're yes. growing this part of the beard also also there's a I feel this way about women's hairs too but like there's a certain length at which it's not doing anything for you mm. like it's not helping you in any like I I grew up in the South. I know a lot of horse girls with like hair down to like below their butts. And it's like, do you think this is helping? Like what, this isn't like, this is doing nothing for your face. Like once it gets past like boob, maybe mid boob navel situation, it's like, that's not doing anything for you. Cut it, let it frame a little bit. Let it play, you know? With similarly with a beard, I'm like, Yes, yes. I understand that you're trying to sculpt a chin. And I think that's great. And I think that's your right. Men, are shamed if they wear makeup, grow a beard. You know what I'm saying? But the second it gets down, like, if I can braid it, and I'm not good at braiding, I'm not like a lady who can do cornrows tight. If I can braid it and I'm bad at braiding, it's too long. I don't know. I wasn't even necessarily talking about length. It's like the source of the beard. The, the neck beard guys who are like, they're letting all this just grow. Do, like this is, I shaved this up yesterday. Yes. And this is like every nice. two or three days, shit, yeah, know, we're yeah. cleaning up this neckline. Yeah. And you're supposed to grow your beard from the face, yeah. not from, <laughs> from the, the neck. neck. I would agree with that 100%. But <laughs> I do think 
some dudes they're just like no more beard equals better and they just let it go down and when i look at that yeah. i talked to my therapist about it and he's like Kenise, you have some issues and i accept that but i was like when i see a beard that extends so far off the face all i can think is what is in that? And if I fuck that man, what is going to fall wow. on me? And I don't think it's that's like, actually you don't need to eat me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I don't sorry. need to like dig in and find something later. Be like, oh, oh goodie bag. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm sorry. Like, this is judgmental. I recognize that I sound judgmental, but it is what I feel deeply, and I wish that I didn't have to think about that. So, what do you need to like feel more validated, like just in your love life and the sex life, love life, just all encompassing? What do you, what does Kenise need to improve here so you can go out and get all, all of it? All of the dicks. You know? Yes. Um, I need to improve the way that I perceive, uh, any rejection because I'm bad at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I take it as I'm getting better at this. I, th- as I analyze like why I reject people, it's easier to say like, it's not because I think that that's a bad person. It's because I'm not interested in what they're offering at this moment for whatever reason, other things are going on in my life, et cetera. Um, but looking at that and saying, probably other people are experiencing that as well. When someone doesn't want to date you, fuck you, whatever, it's not some sort of referendum on your value as a human being. Um, and like getting some of that basic stuff fixed in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the play party community, I'm part of Hacienda, which, uh, I, I have heard of them. They're, they're nice. And that's a nice, that is a party I feel like you could have a, a nice magical time at. Nice. And so they do, uh, if it's your first time there, you have to go to the consent workshop beforehand. And the, okay. and the phrase that they teach, they actually make you practice saying no. They will do a whole thing. They'll be like, uh, we're going to have everybody pair up, find somebody new. And then just, you're going to ask them to do a thing. You can make it really funny and absurd. You can make it realistic. You just ask, you're gonna ask them like, "Hey, I really could. Would, can I go down on you?" And then you are going to say no. No. Yeah. And you're both gonna practice giving and receiving no's. Ooh. And okay. When you give the no, you say, you know, however you give it. Yeah. Probably not. Like, Ugh. Fucking no. That's that. Yeah. That's rude. But you give it a variety of ways. You can say yeah. no, no, thank you. Maybe later. Or I'm not really in the mood for that right now. Yeah. Hey, I'm not really into the the parts that you got on you. But thanks anyway. Um. And then the other person's supposed to reply, "Thank you for taking care of yourself." Okay. So that's how we teach to handle a rejection yeah it's not like a front upon me it is this is a person doing what's best for them right and if we're not centering ourselves in pleasure all the fucking time right and we're just like happy like oh i'm so glad you didn't let me go down on you because i sounds like you wouldn't have liked that yeah and then that would have been terrible for you which would end up being terrible for me exactly yeah so it's like awesome that makes sense that makes a hundred percent sense i still need to fix my brain to feel that way when a guy that i like is like what <laughs> so, so now now how are you so you're off in the dating world now i am now that we're, we're vaxxed for however long this whole thing's gonna last yeah um, please if we need a third shot just give me the third shot i just don't want to deal with this anymore most I think of, you were alone you were single and alone for most of the uh yeah I, I mean i'm truly i never call someone my boyfriend because what when i say boyfriend girlfriend mm-hmm. um what i mean is i think much more serious than what other people mean when they say boyfriend girlfriend what i mean is like you can represent this relationship as an organization without me so like if you go to a party and you see a bunch of people you know me well enough to agree or not agree to do something based on your knowledge of me so like um hey i was at a party and uh this couple said that they were having uh, an event and they were going on a weekend to the hamptons and i said we would go 
I want that person to know me well enough to be able to say, oh, yeah, she would like that or she wouldn't fucking like that. No. <laughs> like, or I know I need to ask her, but that yes. sounds like a good idea. Yes. Like someone who has that level of knowledge of me and I have that level of knowledge of them that we could both equally represent mm-hmm. the other person's interest if they weren't there. Uh, so oh, there are very few people I'm willing to call my boyfriend. Like I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Have you no. never had that? I've had boyfriends, but it's... No, no, no. The level of like kind of intimacy and like uh, mutual knowledge and... and I, I never get there. Mm-hmm. I get close to there and then I'll call someone my boyfriend or they'll start calling me their girlfriend and I'm like, oh, I don't think we had a discussion about that. Huh, yeah, which of... is proving case in point that they are <laughs> yeah, they don't know you exactly, enough. Exactly. <laughs> to to know that. that like that's a conversation that we would have to have. And they're like, but we have... And it's like, we have a relationship. I'm giving you that. I'm yeah. giving you that 100%. We are relating. We are in person <laughs> together. But we need to have conversations before we attach labels to this. Just because this is what you think a girlfriend is. That's not what I think a boyfriend is. So have you, do you feel like you've been, despite that, do you feel like you've been in love? I've definitely been in love at parts of my life. I haven't been in love in a while. I will say Mm. that I've liked people, Mm. but I think as I'm getting older and I'm realizing more of what I like and what I'm willing to deal with and what I'm like, you know, I'd rather not deal with that. There's like fewer and fewer people that I like find attractive. And there's like, I mean, don't get me wrong. In the way that like um, seeing them would make me wet, I find lots of people attractive, okay? <laughs> Tons of people. But when it comes to like who I'm like, ooh, I genuinely want to spend time with this person and sleep with them and do all that, that number of people has dramatically shrunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love analogies and I speak in analogies and metaphor constantly. But it is like... um. I don't know, some car, I don't know cars well enough, but for some reason a motor is coming to mind. But like something has to happen, but another process has to be moving along at the same pace or else it doesn't work. Like for me, the attraction has to build as does the knowledge of their bullshit. And if the attraction dips below the knowledge of their bullshit, then I'm like, I'm out. I can't. I don't, why am I here? I don't want to be here. So. I'm dating a lady right now who seems like the sweetest, nicest human. It's been a couple months. And I'm like, I'm starting to like very explicitly solicit, can you tell me why you're a bad person? Oh, yeah. Because you <laughs> might be one of the very few nice people, just sincerely nice people out there. But um, I refuse to believe that ever again. <laughs> so can you tell me some, give me some negatives. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it's I also hard to get to that. Like I <laughs> try to present as a nice and rational, rational and reasonable person. And for me to show like my genuine shittiness mm-hmm. and like hateful and spiteful and petty and. Here you argue about like this person got this spot. <laughs> yeah, like that. Like that takes a while. Like the only person yeah. who really hears that is like Rohan hears that. My twin sister hears that. There's like five comedians. If they walk into the room, I'm like, thank God, because now I can talk my shit. <laughs> like, so it, it does take me like for dating wise. Yeah. Yeah. It takes me a while to get to the point where I'm like comfortable being shitty. How close do you, how, how close was the closest you feel like you got? Ugh. I dated a, no, I was like that, the last person who I dated for a longer time, um, hmm, and the longer for me is truly three months. Um, <laughs> wow. It was two years ago, and he was like nice, and he hadn't shown me his shitty, so I didn't show him my shitty. Um, there was a guy who was earlier that year, also three months. I showed him my shitty, but then he showed me way more shitty than I could deal with <laughs> very quickly, um, where it was like, oh, you have a history with 
what sounds borderline like assault to me and the way that you're describing that so cavalierly makes me really concerned yeah <laughs> they said i choked her or something but i don't know i feel like my hands were gently wrapped around her throat I- uh more like I, I mean specifically sexual more like describing yes. past things where it's like it, so it was clear that she didn't want to do the thing and you still <laughs> did it and you seem to think that like if someone does something that you don't like, they owe you for certain things and that you can do things that they don't want to do because they owe you. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, it just got real grimy real fast. And then he demonstrated that very, like he demonstrated that to me in a way and that I was like. that's the closest to loving boyfriend <laughs> that you've been? I'm so, that's not the closest. I wasn't, okay, actually, this does sound super fucked up now that I'm thinking about it. Okay, wow, this is therapy. Everyone's just like, oh no, what can we do to help? Oh, please don't, no. I, I Can people send their, their cousins pity. and nephews like, here, we got, we got some nice, Boys. No one ever sets me with anyone because I'm a mean person. But um, <laughs> is that your shitty? Wait, that's my shitty. Is that, that before, kind of before I realized that was the closest you got, and I was gonna be like, "Well, what's your shitty stuff?" But for, wait, that's the closest you got. You feel like no? Okay, I, I dated someone for three years in high school, and then every time I threatened to leave, or every time I said I didn't want to do that anymore, he said he was wow, gonna kill really himself. Took back that threatened word real um, quick. <laughs> well, I'd be like, I don't think we should date anymore, and he'd be like, I'm gonna kill myself, and then I'd be like don't do that and so like that was fucked up and then i didn't date anyone for a very long time after that yeah i'm surprised you date because <laughs> I, I, yeah. I assume you're like roughly my age like a like a 30 yeah. something right yeah, okay yeah. like why do you after all this time of that <laughs> when that's these are the two standard bearers <laughs> yeah i'm like surprised you even bother <laughs> i like orgasms with other people and right. so i try to get them <laughs> and i love the idea of like Loving someone deeply enough that I would put their needs in front of my own and supporting each other in a way that I feel is healthy. But most people I don't want to support that way. And I don't feel have the capacity. Like a lot of guys that have tried to date me want a sidekick. And I'm like, honey, no. (laughs) If anyone's the sidekick in this interaction, it's you. What are you talking about? I am not coming off as a nice person on this podcast and I accept that. I I don't want a sidekick. I want someone who has their own shit and is like Mm -hmm. doing their thing. But I refuse, like, because I have dated some people who are like, don't have anything going on. And I'm not going to be a sidekick to that. Like, you don't, you don't have any passion at all. You don't have anything you're pursuing creatively. You have no dreams or desires outside of truly this very moment. For some people, it's the it's an, it's that version, but it's the unsuredness. It's more like a, a longing to want to have a purpose, but not knowing. And, which <laughs> that I, kills me. The only time I've I've had that once with a um with a girlfriend I dated almost two years, but she she was also young enough where it was like it was an acceptable yeah. amount of uncertainty. But it was very it was so interesting how how stark the difference was because you know by the time we broken up, I had quit my day job doing this full time. Yeah. It was like I I very much knew what I was doing. I was already doing what I was doing. I was building something of my own. I, so that I building something is so important to me. And I, I want to go out. No, okay. okay <laughs> uh, I don't want to date anyone who's not building anything anymore. Like that's like a straw. Like if you're a car mechanic, then like if you're setting up, my dad always said he didn't care what we were as long as you're trying to be the best at it. I, I think striving is super important and I'm not asking for anyone who's like uh, breaking their necks or ambitious to a fall. Although sometimes I do find that hot. I'll admit that. <laughs> but like just caring like – I don't want everyone who's doing comedy to be trying to do the best at comedy. But if you know where you are and you like it and you're building skills year over year, that in and of itself is an accomplishment mm. and it shows that you are a you are growth oriented. I'm tired of dating people who aren't growth oriented. Yeah. Like that's and I really hope that that's not 
it's, it doesn't mean money. It doesn't mean yes. a certain thing. It can be so many things. It, it can, can be, be therapy. Like, it can. Getting in therapy is growth oriented. Yes, exactly. Right? Someone who says like, and it doesn't, some people act like that is not being happy with the present. It's something that you have to, it's a balance that you have to strike where you say in this moment, I recognize the things that I have, the things that I've done, and I can be pleased with that. And that's worthwhile while also saying I like gaining new skills and I like advancing year over year and I like that and so I'm going to continue pursuing that and so yeah the thing that I was worried about sometimes I'll say a phrase and someone will be like oh yeah that's from this terrible person or cult group or something and I'm like oh shit no I didn't mean it like uh, that I just meant like growth oriented in exactly what those two words mean no, together if I, you put them I, together. To- I totally heard you the way okay, you meant thank it you, thank you I was like no, shit is that one of those goddamn things yeah okay. it can look and be like it can be money it can be a profession yes. it, can, it can be a lot of things just so long as you're not trying to stay where you are especially look if you're in your 50s 60s and you want to stay where yes. you are you know what you probably earned it yes but like right now we are in a time to like just try you to st- yeah. kick life's ass All, yeah like also you can love the thing, but like, come on, like, let's get better. And also, ooh, and this is, this is the thing that I, the couples that I not look up to, but there are some couples that I'm like, that, I really like what they're doing, you know? But like, they both, the, the sum is better than the parts, you know? Like, they right. both help each other and support each other in a way that means both of them are better able to achieve their goals, mm-hmm. whatever those goals may be. Um, and that is what I want. And people who I feel can't do that, where I feel like my goals are truly suffering by being around you, then I'm like, I have to go. <laughs> like, And that is what I... My friends make fun of me. They're like, Kenise has a hard three months out. And it's like, that is not true. I would love to date someone for more than three months. But three months is enough time for me to be able to assess, am I better or am I not better? Am I happy or am I not happy? And I assess that and I, okay, every time. I was about to say, and most of the time, but it's every time. I'm like, I don't think this is, I'm not mm-hmm. in a, I don't feel better. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, And there's, there's something about like, you know, someone like a rom- an ideal romantic partner, at least for me, is someone who's going to try to push me to be the best me yes. I can be. Because yes. I know that alone I can try, but like I want someone who's going to help push exactly. me. Exactly. And I want to, yes. and I want to be able to push you. Yes. And not, I mean, you know, three months in, it's not my place to say certain things, but if we date year, two years. Yeah, that's true. I want to be able to like say like, Hey, look, have you thought about this? Have you noticed this in your, because I hope you're fucking doing that to me. Yeah. Because how the uh. fuck am I supposed to get better? blindly yeah. trying to self-improve. We're all trying, yeah, but it is useful to have, like, in the same way that, like, I wouldn't submit a script for a big thing without getting another set of eyes on mm-hmm. it just as a sanity check. Yeah. Please give me a sanity check. Like, I, I appreciate that. And if and, you're polyamorous, then you can get multiple, multiple people to Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you, can get, you can make a whole little polyamorous writer's room. Right. To be honest with you. Yeah, like, you could. You everyone could. pass your packets around. Yeah, there's a show. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's a show. If you haven't made it, I, mean, just, I think you should pitch it. But, um, and I recognize in saying that, similarly to the threesome conversation, there's a lot of work that I have to do on myself before I... Like, I feel like, theoretically, in the way that anyone can feel like, theoretically, they'd be a good partner. But I know that I have to fix some of that, like, this other person will validate me mm-hmm. garbage that's in my brain before I, like, really jump into something. And maybe I don't. Maybe that's just a thing I'm telling myself to prevent me from, like, getting close to other people. But I still do want to be, like, a really good version of myself just on my own. Like, I, I've i been able to... I made a list when I was... 
three years ago. <laughs> don't worry about how old I am. That's not important. Look, okay. casting directors do not listen to my Yeah. Podcast. Okay, good. Yeah, I was like, um, this is a safe space. <laughs> cool. No, industry. I like, no, to, follow, at, I like to fly no, under the based industry Based on some recent podcast experience, I don't know who's fucking listening to what. So I'm just going to say, three years ago, I made a list of like what I hope to accomplish. And I've accomplished most of the things on that list. There's still a few things that I'm like, I really, I mean, I add more to the list as time goes on, but like, I'm pretty good. Like, I, I feel like I've got the things that I want and I would love to be happy with that, regardless of if there's another person in the picture. So that's what I'm going to work on. This one thing that I can control that does not involve other people. And Mm -hmm. so I'm going to keep working on me and maybe someone else will come along that I, want to date for more than three months and maybe it never will maybe i'll just date i'll have three month flings until i die Mm. but honestly is that bad like (laughs) like i don't think that that's a terrible life especially if it fulfills me so we'll see again most important relationship is with yourself yeah and it's like hey if you're just like hey i just need people who are going to help me come occasionally (laughs) you know i have to uh now the threshold is just who can i tolerate for you know 30 (laughs) minutes to three hours at a time Ideally, three hours. Right, but, you can yeah. you can tend to put up with more bullshit in a, such a, yeah. a shorter time frame. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. If it's thirty minutes, I can deal with a lot for thirty minutes. But like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky to be in this point in my life when it's like there's so many places where I don't have to deal with bullshit. Why would I bu- deal with bullshit with this? Like, I don't want to, so I'm not gonna. Yeah. yeah. So then, so who's helping you come these days? <laughs> um. Okay. So there's one guy who is. You know, he's he's putting in work and he is nice, but I don't think like I I don't think either of us is looking for long term with this each other sure. as, as it were. Mutual acknowledgement that this is uh, not that. Yes. Yeah. Exa- I mean, I I think I've communicated that, but I'm hoping that he knows. That. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, we'll see. It'll be great. Um, he's a nice boy. He is a nice boy. You really should tell him. I should. Um, I just, okay. as, as a former nice boy, like you really yeah. should let him know. Uh, <laughs> this nice is boys love to ideate and like romanticize no! something yes. that is not that. That has happened to me many times. So yes, you're right. I should make that much clearer. I do want a nice person, of course. I want someone who is... No, I don't want a nice person. I want a good person. And they don't have to be nice. <laughs> like, I don't... I. I think I am a good person. Am I nice? Eh, some people would say so. Some people would certainly not say so. Uh, you know, uh, go drop your thoughts on whether or not Kines is nice yeah. in the Champagne Room, our Discord server. Yes, everyone. please. Um, you can you can say that I'm not nice and that's totally fine. I think I am kind and I think that that is more valuable to me. So I want someone who is kind and good but isn't necessarily nice. Is the nice boy good in bed? Uh, we don't have to get into that. Mm-hmm. We don't have to get into that. Okay. That's fine. Is our, is, is, uh, every, it's fine. It's, 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 it's fine. fine. Yeah. We'll work on it. He's putting in work. He's reading books or something. Uh, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no, it, it, it's perfectly fine. I just, I, there are things that I've communicated, which I think that he gets what I, my interest, where my interests lie. But sometimes I feel like he doesn't get where my interests lie. So we'll see. Are the, where, are, where your, are your interests the thing you would like to stray away from? Or can I ask you where your interests lie? Oh, um, you know, like, I'm a basic Brooklyn girl. I have some submission things that I like and, like, sometimes the opposite of that. But, like, we got to get into that. Like, we got to negotiate that and figure it out. So, yeah. I think he'd be terrified if I did, like, well, I don't think he'd be terrified. But he would be like, 
uh what <laughs> if i was like this is okay i need you to do a b c right when you get to c you need to switch it up and do a little bit of this 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 and then i'm gonna hit you <laughs> like i think he'd be <laughs> I, I actually I, i've only hit a guy like a couple times i only but like, hit when i but don't worry i only hit guys when i come it's just uh it's my it's a it's uh you're inside me i'm clenching and pow, pow yeah it's, uh, no i've only hit one guy because he asked me to hit him and then he acted surpri- like one thing that frustrates me is that I'm not a weak lady. Like, I've taken Krav Maga for a year. Like, I can punch. I can throw a punch. And this guy was like, hit me. And I hit him. And then he was so upset that I hit him. I was like, you told me to hit you. Like, so that's why we should have con- communication is really important. But some DS dynamics, it sounds like. Yes. A thing you're, you're- how do I? This, okay, this is also probably part of my overall issue and I recognize that and I'm hearing it and I know you guys are like go to therapy and I'm like I do go to therapy mm-hmm. and you guys might be listening and be like go to therapy more than I but- know none <laughs> of these people are going to therapy because they oh. do not use my Talkspace promo code so oh, okay. they are okay. they, you guys gotta go to therapy first mm-hmm. with promo code manhor. it's <laughs> probably expired now but sorry keep <laughs> on <laughs> um, th- those dynamics I like a lot but they only work if I feel a certain way about a person mm-hmm. and that is like <laughs> I've described it and someone was like can you say that's not a thing but what I mean I, it's a little hard for me to articulate but what I mean is if someone doesn't to me display some level of like moral authority then I'm like no fuck you I'm not doing it <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, it's like I need them to be like um someone who I respect in a certain way and then they can like do dom shit. It's not shit. the impact play it in and of itself. Yes. Right? It is, uh, there's a mentality, there's a subspace you would like yes. to experience. Yes. You would like to feel like, oh fuck, this guy's a lot more, I should, I gotta, all of a sudden I get on my knees and I didn't even yeah. think about it. I'm just like, I'm ready. <laughs> yes, sir. Where did that sir come from? Yeah, exactly. It's- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because if it, if the person, I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> like truly, I'm like, whatever, idiot. Like if I feel that way about a person then and they try to do that, I'm like, ha <laughs> I get, I mean, sh- whatever. Like, it just doesn't happen in that. It doesn't fulfill the desire that I want if the, I don't feel that way about them. Have you gone to experience that the way you do want yes. to experience it? Yes. Okay, so you have an idea of like, I've yes. done the thing. I and know, I know it exists. I know mm-hmm. the thing that I want is not just a weird blip in a brain that doesn't really exist that I'll chase until I die. I know it's not that. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've had some people do the business and I'm like you did the business is there a certain um power dynamic you like to mimic is it like a is it a role play thing is Hmm. it in your mind is this your is this your sir is this like um like a master which I mean in BDSM ways or it could be master in the race play ways which (laughs) is also oh no 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 if anyone if someone starts doing race play at me (laughs) oh that's definitely one uh we talked about that you you gotta Um, talk about that shit you don't bring it up uh if 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 I bring it up yeah it's like you bring it up (laughs) yeah I definitely don't bring it up I did answer an ad uh uh, um (laughs) when things were dying down last summer Mm -hmm. when like we all here in New York thought like maybe we could fuck a couple people yeah 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 yeah. um I I answered an ad that was for a race play and the, it turned out it was another comedian interesting <laughs> she okay. ended up doing the podcast her name's kit williams i don't know, I don't know if you know her but i don't know if i know um so she put on that wants to do race play wants to do a phone call like it was a random act of muff dice she wanted to do race play with me going down on her i don't know how we're gonna do it but like i'm very open-minded so she, i was but we do a phone call and she's like talking me out by the end of the phone call it wasn't that she didn't want me to go down on her but she's like I don't think I could do race, but you just sat and I just don't, I don't, I'm not feeling it. I don't think I'm yeah. going to believe you're too nice. I don't think like, you could really be mean about it. <laughs> How do I put this? There's, 
And you don't give this off, but there are some nice guys who give this off where it's like they're nice, nice, nice until there's a moment where there's a turn and then it's like borderline psychopath, like psychopathy. And you're like, oh, I don't feel safe. Like there's some nice guys where I get that feeling and I'm like, nope, I'm out. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Because I don't want to see where that turn is because I've, <laughs> I've seen nice guys turn and I'm like no I don't want that I mean that can happen inside the bedroom outside the bedroom that can happen whether or not we're doing race play or not that's true but I I certainly don't want to see that turn with the inward I don't I have heard it I don't need it again I wasn't even sure answering that if I was like gonna be able to do it but I was like this is different yeah I like different and worst case scenario is like, you know, when we're with respectful adults, we can always like say red and stop, exactly. which includes me. Yes. I'd be like, oh, I said it felt real. Uh, <laughs> can we not? Can I, not, can I call you like a dumb bitch? Instead? Yeah. You're yeah. Like, yeah. Any wench? No, we haven't thrown wench around in a while. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what is it? Oh, there's a line in uh, the Avengers that Loki says it's like a, a sniveling mew or something. I don't know. That is like <laughs> old timey meanness and that works but don't ever call me the n-word i'll kill you (laughs) yeah the guy who threatened to kill himself in high school was a white guy we dated for three years he also said that like being black was like wearing glasses and i was like i don't think you understand like what the dynamics are of that and he just was yeah (laughs) i was like you can take your glasses off if you're in a group of non-glasses wearers and you're the only glasses wearer no one's like why is that person there (laughs) like just a variety of things and he just like did not get it he was a bush republican um i made mistakes you know (laughs) i'm admitting that but yes i've definitely been i've dated a fair number of white gentlemen not gentle actually and uh yeah it's definitely that has definitely been an issue and that is why i had to stop dating some people Oh, so we we went into the bedroom but it was just like an issue in the relationship yes and sometimes oh, wow. they would like push for things or think that like, oh, black woman and like they'd have completely weird preconceived notions based on that. And it's like, don't ever do that. <laughs> Why would you think that I like that? Like uh, if I can play innocent cherub for a moment, yeah. what sure, are sure, sure. the preconceived some, notions? Like some things, you already oh, know what I was going to have. No, no, it's nice. <laughs> no, some of it is like, oh, you're a black girl, so you must like only fuck guys, black guys with huge dicks. So like, I'm sorry that my dick is small. Can you like make fun of how small my dick is? And it's like, I don't, or be like, hey, can you like make fun of me specifically as a white guy with a small dick? And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Also, your dick is regular. Is that what you wanted? Was this like an alt, like a middle school girl trying to get a compliment? You wanted me to say your dick was regular? So you did all this shit in advance? Yeah, it's a mess. So, yeah. I, well, yeah. it's also because like things like small penis humiliation, like that stuff can come up. You don't have to bring race into yeah, it. Yeah, you can just um, have a small penis. Why does it have to be because you're white? And you like, can just have one. Theoretically, in like a long-term trusting, loving relationship, like where one can bring up kind of anything in a safe space if they're okay with hearing the no, like you could ask that, but like you've never lasted last more than three fucking months. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's definitely not long enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I will one day date someone for longer than three months, maybe, or I'll die. I don't know. It's either one. I think we all hope that for you. Thanks. We'll see. <laughs> I also am like, uh, I, I recently moved in by myself. I'm very particular about my space and who's in it. And like, yeah, like a guy came over and he was eating something. Uh, this is My couch is like, I moved in by myself relatively recently. My couch is new. He got chocolate on my couch. I was like, you're fucking dead to me. <laughs> not he's dead. He's not dead to me. But it is a thing that's like definitely in the Rolodex. Like he doesn't respect other people's property or what's, what is this? Like, so it's like, And I feel like the little things like that, then you start raising the bar. It's like, well, they better be much better at the sex stuff to be able to do some of this shit or just have some other like the 
if you've made so many dings that you have to have some super strong other thing, then at a certain point, it's like, what do we do? Like, yeah, just there, there wasn't enough there there to justify like, oh, they spilled some stuff and they like stood in the way as I was cooking. This is rude, but whatever. Or like they did all these little things that I like, I'm from the South and I will acknowledge that I have like a strong idea of like etiquette and like manners and things like that. Um, even though I'm rude, I get it. I hear you. I hear you, person who's criticizing me in my own head. But if someone else has no semblance of manners or the self-awareness to see when they're in the way, when they're not in the way, when they should offer help, when they shouldn't offer help, some of that stuff, mm. I'm not asking for a mind reader, but there are some basic things that I've seen people be able to do. And when someone isn't able to do them, it's a really big turnoff. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the the lack of a social IQ in a way. Yes. You know? And, then, and yes. then it's like, well, you know, you're pretty, you do this thing, but like, Jesus, you're kind of a, you're, it's infuriating to Why? be around Yeah, you. it's and like, I, if I have dread about you being in my space, then I'm not going to come as much. I'm not going to enjoy myself because I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm coming now, but later, okay, am I going to have to call a fucking couch cleaner or like, <laughs> shit. Wait, if I if that's the thing that I saw, what else? I, you know, I should just sweep. You know, what? I'm gonna sweep and I'm gonna swiffer. Okay, how much time? Okay, if he leaves at this, like, and if I'm thinking about that, I'm not thinking about fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. And yes, I know I'm an erotic. I I'm always doing this thing where I like try to counter the counter argument. It's because my yeah, no one's yelling at you. Exactly. It's <laughs> I was okay. like, no I've lived mad. a life where my experience has been invalidated constantly, so I feel the need to justify it and play devil's advocate against myself. But yeah, that is my experience, and you know what? I'm gonna own it. That's what I feel. If I have to worry about cleaning, we're not gonna fuck anymore. That you know what? Don't be dirty. <laughs> Or into. be dirty in your own home, but I swear to God, if you're dirty in my house, please leave. Into it, into it. Yeah. Um, before I go into the plug thing, I don't want to put you on the spot, but if uh, I um, would love about town, like I wanted to ask, are there, would you say like there's a good chunk of things that you were really shocked to learn, find out, et cetera, that like we could do like a little 10 minute bonus episode or if, because I also want to put you in a spot and you're like, there's actually not really anything there. Then like totally forget it. Say no. Yeah. Um, I think that there is. This is something that is one of those recent things that I was like, oh, this is a thing and an assumption that I've made that I've never questioned. Mm. Um, and that someone was like, wait, pause. What? And I was like, yeah, of course this would happen. And they're like, why? And then I had to be like, you know what? That's a great question. <laughs> And I've truly never thought about it. Yeah. Do so you want me to say it now or? Oh uh, no, no. So let's we'll, we'll do a little bonus episode. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you can you can share what, some more things you've learned from mm -hmm. doing the Love About Town podcast. The Love About Town podcast, which will be back at some point. Available wherever you listen to the man. They are podcast, everybody. They are available. There's yeah. a bunch of them there. So search it, find <laughs> yeah. it. Start with mine. Yeah. Um, but we'll do a little of that. Maybe I'll even be able to clear a couple things up for you if you're still confused, lost on anything. Yeah. And uh, and, and yeah, so Patreon people, you'll hear that tomorrow. But for now, Kenise, where can people find you? Not like your address. Don't worry. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, like, I was like, we're <laughs> like on the internet. Where sure, can sure, you sure. Find you? Uh, I am Kenise Mobley on all of the platforms. That is Twitter. That is Instagram. I think it's even TikTok, but I truly don't know how to use it. So I just have a profile and I've never uploaded anything. That is Venmo, baby. Remember that? Money. <laughs> Ladies love it. Okay. Uh, I have 
the podcast, which is Love About Town. I have an Instagram live show, which I love. It's called Make Yourself Cry, where people, uh, I am a notoriously bad crier, so I get my friends to when, show when me. When you say bad crier, do you mean like incapable of doing or do you mean like an ugly crier? I mean, I when I do cry, it is unattractive, highly. Um, but I also <laughs> don't do it very often. I don't do it very often personally, but also like my friends are like, anytime I see a Pixar movie or anytime I see this and I'm like, I liked it, I felt nothing, no tears. Um, so they show me the things that make them cry to see if it makes me cry and they add the context before it of like the emotional weight for them and like their experience and all this and then we'll watch it together and sometimes I cry and sometimes I don't. Do I have a flash mob wedding proposal video for you later? Um, <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, keep going. Uh, I will admit that it's, it sounds really bad but like People have shown me so many things, the most terrible things I could think of, dying animals, like sad, sick children, etc. And some of it, I'm just like, I, I hear you and I want you to feel seen. But when I see this, I can only laugh at the bad music cues. Can I be honest? Or like, this kid is such a bad actor. Like I, Because, yeah, there's a broken part of me and I accept that. But that is the show. It is Tuesdays at 10 on Instagram Live and I just joined Planet Scum so the third Thursday of every month check it out make yourself cry and then there's another thing I do oh The Lab a very black experimental comedy show which is at friends and lovers check my Insta for dates and details because it is a hoot and I'll have links to uh, all of that in the show notes. Uh, Patreon people, you'll hear more tomorrow. But for now, Kenise, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody? Bye. Please don't feel sorry for me. I swear to God, I'm a healthy, healthy, happy person. Okay. <laughs> I know I did not give that off. Okay. I'm sorry. Bye. <laughs>